On today's episode of Photo, we are the next generation of arcades. Honestly, uh, when COVID hit, mm-hmm. uh, I started playing Call of Duty. And the best thing about this is, like you were saying, you spend hours on it. But yeah. the difference between us is that I can write this down as R&D. You can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> if we don't feel good, the company suffers. And we, we make it very natural and very organic. It's about you. It's about uh, how you're waking up in the morning. Are you feeling? How are you feeling? So obviously it's you first and then the company. If you make your business a business and then you make your personal life a personal life, there will always be that segregation. We don't look for that disconnect. We are very connected with the company. If we feel good, the company runs good. There's going to be a marriage between biology and technology. Uh, We are going eventually to become one. backgrounds have nothing to do in this you were in banking and you were in sales marketing sales marketing yeah, sales yeah. so and respectfully how the fuck does one say well you know i want to go to vr vr yeah. i mean yes you know i think that was the reason uh, possibly we were successful uh, we were not biased to gaming because gamers are very passionate people and you can tell by sitting with any other gamer the the, the like for example people who play call of duty are much different than people who play Fortnite. Are much different than people who play CS:GO. They're they're in somewhat uh, like it's like having a Manchester United fan with a Chelsea fan. You you're never gonna see eye to eye. For us, it wasn't the case. It was like, how can we grow the industry? Uh, we're unbiased to any of the games. We just want to evolve the industry and the way we see fit. And for us, for for, for myself, I've been a I was a rugby player a varsity rugby player in university for six years. And I was always an athlete growing up. Even my brother was a professional athlete. And an entrepreneur athlete. as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first business was at the age of 15. So, and and uh, it shows in my personality. Why? Because even at the party, I'm always ready to go. You know, like yeah. if I have an idea uh, and he was a person willing to listen. And I was like, you know what? Don't listen. Let me show you. Yeah. So the, my fact car. Was, the fact <laughs> that he was willing to come with you to the car, probably guys were drunk off your faces yeah. in the middle of a party. He shows, okay, this guy's fucking interested in what happened. It's to like say. different ambitions, man. You always had that kind of entrepreneur that want to do something, want to create. And then you, it was more, okay, I'm expected to go into the family business and this is my route. But you always no, had so, that, like, fuck so up. I am expected to, do, uh, to go into the family business and do that. But I always knew deep down this was not going to be, uh, this wasn't enough for me. And I did try uh, to go into some businesses here and there. And um, since I was since I was really, really young, so, so I've been proposing uh, ideas to my dad since I was uh, like 14, 15. My first thing was a hot dog stand and then like many, many different things. Um, so no, I always knew there was something, but I remember at one point when I was still working at the bank, I was like, okay, uh, let it come to me. Mm-hmm. Let me just sit and not go uh, go look for it. Let it come to me. And uh, that's that's when... Uh, it, that's came. it came. <laughs> it, it, it literally but, came. But in a briefcase in the parking lot of a party. We didn't know it at the time, because as I said, so uh, um, it, it, took, it took like me to go to New York and then back to then uh, get into it. And even after we got into it, after I was back, it took so much time to firstly uh, look into who we are 
as people if we really want to um, uh, go into this partnership together uh, if we can if there is potential for uh, trust and 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 from there like whatever business if we were opening up a restaurant or if we were doing this uh, very advanced tech company uh, the fundamentals stay the same. And from that, we start building up layers after layer after layer. Even with VR, like you said, we're not technical people. Me and Karim, like our, our, our office, like we st I still like to print out my papers, print out my emails. And like the team there, like they're like, guys, we're a tech company. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you, don't you tell anyone. Like from the 60s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're still quite old. And I, like Karim said, I think this is our this is where we got successful uh, or or where we where we're still maintaining that because we had we're agile we, we we have yeah. an outside look on things and at the end of the day business is business so once uh, whatever the business is um, firstly it's the fundamentals yeah. then it's your moves and how how risk uh, how much of a risk taker you are and how you mitigate problems how you solve and look into problems uh, because there are always many in any uh, any play any business uh, uh, you do so yeah that, uh, that's that's basically how how it all started and uh, and uh, yeah yeah and yeah. <laughs> yeah no but what i really respect about you guys obviously it's it's still early stages but you guys are on an upward trajectory but you're still authentic you're yourselves you haven't tried to change you told me something in, with the, with the business where the the whole culture is you can come in at whatever time you want as long as the work gets don't done. say that on tv sorry no no no, uh, <laughs> no one comes to work tomorrow come in, come in at uh, 7 a.m yeah, 7 a.m sure. but no no you get the work done and that's you you should balance you should have a healthy lifestyle outside because i you, you you guys have said it to me before yourselves come first and then your company which is not what entrepreneurs back in the day used to say even up until now yeah even up until now. yeah yeah it's it's about your 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 soul it's about you it's about uh, how you're waking up in the morning are you feeling how are you feeling so obviously it's you first and then the company because when when you put yourself first then the company comes on top of it so so uh, uh, and and we and we pass that on to our team uh, because Basically, we're all in the pursuit of happiness, health, peace, uh, wealth. We're all in the pursuit of this. The same things. It's about our approach. And uh, today, the even in the States, that's their approach today. When you go to Google, Apple, and all, and all these places. Now, they, they, they have a much more radical view on things. But um, it, it's basically the same uh, the same approach the company culture uh, yeah it's yeah. the company culture exactly and we've worked very hardly on the company culture and we work really hard on ourselves we sit down a lot of the times and just talk about us talk about how we feel talk about how we can be better where we can uh, um, like uh, how we want to tackle something it is more uh, uh, emotional it is more um, critical thinking uh, than anything else. Then, after you master this, and we still haven't mastered it, it's it's a journey, right? It's something that you keep getting better at. And once you once you start like are aware of these things, then the company 
everything comes so much easier to you and you to it also. Uh, you start uh, dealing with uh, uh, um, um, like opportunities in a, in a, in a much uh, lighter way like okay let's do it let's let's go ahead let's do this game let's uh, l- let us do this uh, um, uh, game in, in the way that even though it's maybe not uh, widely accepted uh, let's just dabble do it, into do it, it our yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so so yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's not that's not go with the norm. We do it with how we want to do it. Like you know that saying, you know the uh, wear the outfit, don't let the outfit wear you. Yeah, you know? it's 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 just like that. And though if you have a very healthy lifestyle and you're convinced with the way you're living and your lifestyle and your philosophy, your philanthropy and your and life, that will be reflected by default on co- on the company. If you split the two, if you make your business. A business and then you make your personal life a personal life there will always be that segregation we don't look for that disconnect we are very connected with the company if we feel good the company runs good if we don't feel good the company suffers and we we make it very natural and very organic that way our flexibility and adaptability to projects to our ambitions uh, to our our vision our, our goals are very clear and uh you know it comes to us yeah naturally it comes naturally yeah it comes even though we have this very uh you know proactive uh initiative somehow when you just accept the way you are and you let that free flow into the company things they happen much more organically you don't force them you know because it's not always good to keep you know keep the the pedal on the metal you have to think about yourself. You have to think, am I am I mentally well? You know, like okay, I might be the richest person in Lebanon and the most successful gaming company, but am I am does I that, mentally that 100%, well? That 100%. Yeah. You're touching I mean, on something very important. It's much easier said than done. No, wait, uh, wait, once you so have hard. so many responsibilities, and for example, Karim says, "Listen, I'm 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 off. I'm going to go offline for a few days. Not feeling well. I'm not feeling it." Uh, and any other like st- even startup, even uh, a company. No, uh, th- that's that wouldn't be acceptable. Don't you dare, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be acceptable for him. It wouldn't be acceptable for anyone, mm. for the team, for for anything. Because because no, we have those responsibilities. But uh, uh, um, when you put that first again, it really changes your perception on life. It's uh, on life and on your business, on who your surroundings are, on who you hire, on the decisions you make, on everything. So that's what we're trying to master before anything. Mm. Even in the West, even in the West right now, right before coronavirus, there are so many companies that are being created and that are starting to become popular, which basically their job is to go and improve the cultures at other companies. I remember there was one called Culture Amp. Like they did, yeah, go, it became very popular. Yeah, they study the cultures of other companies and every, every company they feel has a bad culture. They start emailing them and giving them courses about how to improve culture because... This is when EQ became a lot more important than IQ. And this is what Tufit meant by emotional. Uh, if we take emotional decisions, they're not based on, like, for example, if I'm sad, I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm going to hug the first person that comes into my face and let it all out. No, I'm just going to be very emotionally intelligent that I'm sad and I cannot take a meeting today that's very important to me. This is this is what I mean by emotional intelligence. A long time ago, it was uh, it was based on IQ. Are you skillful? Are you talented? You I got just that work, grit? work, work, yeah. work, work. But you, you get to a point where would you rather have a team member that's willing to throw you under the bus or a team member that will be very supportive of how you're feeling and how you're thinking. Of course, the second option. And yeah. this is where the, 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 what you're talking about I'm came talking into I'm talking about play. like that whole 
concept of having good culture and obviously you guys are based in Lebanon and right now not just in like yeah mainly in Lebanon like companies still need time to adapt to this culture and in general what you guys are doing is a bit hard to explain to the average Lebanese person to Lebanese culture and how has it been even up until now how has Lebanese society's reaction in general been to what you guys are doing well there was multiple uh fringes <laughs> yeah it depends on uh, yeah, in the beginning it was the, the community was much different to uh, the way they're reacting with us now my understanding of what you guys do and of what robocom is is it's like a vr park am i right so you have all the machines that you enter you put on the helmets you put on the gear and you're transformed into these kind of crazy worlds or am i completely fucking destroying it <laughs> Maybe, no it's it's a it's a part of what we do. It's okay, not good. what we do uh, specifically, okay. but it is the the platform for our products. So if I were to give you like a quick overbrief of what Robocom does as a company, we are a turnkey solution for location based uh, games. Okay, when I when I say location based, they're they're usually VR and usually simulation based. Uh, our forte is VR and simulations. When I say simulations, like racing simulations, flight simulations, uh, escape rooms, mechanical escape rooms, of course, uh, anything that has to do with mechanics and uh, game development. Just to simplify what Karim was yeah. saying, uh, we are the next generation of arcades. Okay. Right. So uh, today you have a stagnant market in arcades. Uh, the machines haven't changed. We still played the same games we always have. Now with simulator-based VR uh, games, as well as IPs that we have, uh, this is where the whole uh, edge comes from. But this is not... Uh, the only thing that Robocom does, and it will never be the only thing that that we do uh, in anything, because we always want to be agile. We always want to be in uh, doing the next thing, which brought us today to esports. Also, esports is our biggest uh, is a bit like, uh, <clears throat> our biggest hope right now. It's to get into this market with a with a very strong ad, whereas in the region. It's still developing yeah. very mm. slowly. Yeah. Virtual esports or just in, e -sports gen or in e -sports general? Esports in general. Esports, like there are in the facilities in the Middle East, from what I've understood, like when it comes to esports academies, training people to get into professional esports. Like it's looked down on. But the many talent families. is there. The family, yeah. the talent is there. The talent is there. But like from what I understood, like you guys are largely based in Dubai. You have other arcades that you were based in New York as well. Istanbul. But uh, New York, Istanbul. But what fascinates me is like Dubai is one of the places where, like, one of the countries that's really pioneering and virtual reality in general not just with gaming and like do you guys happen to know why or can you guess because i'm like well uh, why Dubai? It, it's a progressive market you yeah. know uh, in general uh i would say i'm very fond of dubai or emirates in general because it is a country of dreamers and you can't really say that about a lot of cities yeah. in the world even new york new york is new york you know the, the, the land of opportunities uh, usa it's it's not the same usa it was in the 90s or even the 2000s but uh, dubai they progress very fast they always and you know they have this uh, like cliche uh, st or stereotypical vibe of oh we want the biggest tallest. the largest yeah, yeah, the yeah, tallest yeah, yeah, yeah. you they know have a lot of investors as well of course of course, of course. Uh, but tax the taxation uh, plays a, a, a big role but in general they allow thinkers or d dreamers 
to do it you know uh, do you have an idea also, proactively they really uh, they're here to support anything innovative if it were blockchain if it, yeah, they're, they're really on the forefront in the region at least of uh, technology uh, at the end of the day and they put money in they put money in they put everything in not just money uh, talent uh, people um, uh, they, they get technologies from the outside world uh, and yeah they're proactively seeking uh, to be the pioneers in in, uh, in the region and entertainment which includes in general. The virtual yeah. reality yeah. it includes entertainment it includes everything concerts uh, at the, for example like even the expo not a lot of people know what the expo is. Dubai made sure you know what the expo is just because it was happening in Dubai. Like, you, uh, like no one knows. For example, the Eiffel Tower uh, was 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 manufactured or constructed because of the expo that happened in the 1800s in, in Paris. You know, no one knows that. But Dubai makes you uh, like they they will identify what they've done. Therefore, makes them these thinkers, doers, or dreamers. You know, do you want to build the tallest building? Oh yeah, let's do it. Open budget, blah blah blah. So uh, it was a market for us to progress, but at the same time, we're very patriotic about Lebanon. Uh, me and Tufit, we both grew up here, so uh, we tr we've traveled a lot, and we can confidently say there's no place like home. You know, we have a lot of talent in Beirut, a lot of raw talent. Mm, that's why you your guys, office is here, right? Your headquarters. Uh, definitely, here. Uh, and we are actually the largest gaming company in the middle east and we're still beirut based uh, against everyone's uh, better opinion thank mm. you <laughs> thank Especially you very much with the economic crisis that's going on right now definitely. it's a bit tough to be operating any form of business over here definitely um, uh, but i think gaming in general um, are you guys gamers by any chance i used to be uh, when i was yeah, younger yeah, yeah. i used to be. i'm like the entry be. level gamer if you yeah. want like the entry level man i used to get so into it like i would spend hours and I stopped because I used to spend too much time on it. I used to Dude, be like Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> Call of we Duty, spoke about uh, that. Like, there's a few FIFA, top FIFA. ones that like are PlayStation Three. FIFA. I was like PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three. PlayStation Four came out during my last year of school. Then I went to university. I start. I stopped playing games. How well, now the five came out. So uh, uh, yeah, we'll get back <laughs> into you can, it. You can jump one. Were you guys? Were you guys gamers? <laughs> Uh, honestly, no. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, <laughs> your background is not yeah. technical. Yeah. Like you aren't techies at all. And not, even the way not, you not met, techies, not gamers. Not gamers, uh, nothing. I, I, we really, went to I really got university. into gaming, uh, honestly, uh, when COVID hit, mm -hmm. uh, I started playing Call of Duty. And the best thing about this is, like you were saying, you spend hours on it. But yeah. the difference between us is that I can write this down as R&D. You can't. I can't. I'm working. True. <laughs> and, and really, it, it teaches you a lot. It gives you a you good know? excuse. Has it taken away, exactly. It's taken away the fun, though, right? Of the game. No. Because he never ends up writing down what he's studying. You're like, I remember, I remember how it is. I remember. I just want to kill a bunch of fuckers. <laughs> and then Karim is like, so where are your notes? He's like, it's in my head. <laughs> it's in my head. No, no. It, it actually does teach you a lot yeah. uh, in terms of like the, the big guy, the mm. big uh, guys. They, they really have... Um, very subliminal, like not in your face. The way they make a methodology, the way they monetize, mm. the way they hook you in is mm. very uh, passive. Mm. Whereas if you look at it now, uh, now I'm addicted to to, yeah. to that game. So like, uh, even though your background wasn't gaming, I'm sure you've played a few games before. And now that you've been working in this field, you look at games differently, totally oh, differently than I used yes, to. Yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely. I think any person, even even an artist or a mm. hotelier or anyone that's in a specific industry that as average consumers, we look 
we go and we don't really notice the details, you start looking at things much differently. You know, uh, for us, when, when we now look at a game, we don't look at it from a consumer's perspective. Yeah, yeah. We look at it from multiple different avenues and yeah, perspectives. And, uh, one of the main things in, in gaming is that it's actually not all fun and games. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, the business aspect of it, the, the partnership, the, the relations you have, the way the game is made from A to Z is is like uh, there is genius into that. It's not just a game, uh, especially in in our generation. Uh, the games that are being done are being done in a way where it is um, it is on another scale. Uh, it is not uh, like uh, like the Ataris of, of the past. But when you look at the time difference, like even Atari at the time, this was a genius. Games, I mean, geniuses yeah. were behind this. So uh, yeah, in terms of uh, the gaming industry, it is fun and all that, but uh, there there are lot, tra- so yeah. many challenges. And let alone uh, what type what type of games do you guys have? And in, in, in house, oh. yeah. Uh, well, we do have a couple of IPs. Uh, our biggest and uh, most recent one uh, that we're currently launching in two weeks actually is Transformers. Yeah, you told us about that. Uh, Hasbro's Transformers. Yeah, it's yeah. a big IP. Also. Uh, with all humility saying it that we're just very proud of it we are the first middle eastern company to acquire such a major ip you know because uh, transformers is considered one of the top five like when when you say for example batman yeah. uh, superman it's a huge franchise uh, X-Men. Yeah, yeah. yeah transformers is in the top five they have a huge fan base internationally should have gone to like a universal or a warner brothers so the fact that you guys nobbed it man oh definitely, definitely. Right and they also opened the door for us for for disney for example mm, we, we mm. acquired uh, disney's tron nice, uh nice. discovery oh, yeah, we got wow. which is so nice. uh, with VR and like, exactly in the movie. Yeah. So back, back, in the, back in the days of the arcade, the yeah. Tron. which is why we specifically. Tron was dope. Uh, You're the ones who might be able to make Tron become a reality. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and that was by the way. It's um, vision plays a big role in this, mm. not just from the business perspective, uh, from the gamers. Yeah, from the gamers' eyes, having a visionary. Uh, for example, do you, are you guys familiar with God of War, The Witcher? Yeah, 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 yeah of course, yeah. of course. Uh, these were very small studios up until they became uh, pioneers as gaming studios. Like you have CD Projekt Red, which made The Witcher and now is making Cyberpunk 2077. Mm, big games. Uh, it's, it's it was game. bought by Warner Brothers for over $3 billion, so it wow. ended up uh, buying a share in uh, CD Projekt Red because of the, the success of The Witcher and mm. uh, did you guys also see the Netflix series? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I didn't really mm. like it to be really? honest. Really? Yeah. I did. I, I did I, like I was, it. I found it boring. It's a bit honestly. boring. Yeah. Bit you boring. have to be a fan to but really I, I, appreciate it. I played yeah. the game, I yeah, played yeah. the game, that's why I found it a bit boring. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you read the book? Or? No, I haven't okay, read the book. Okay. He's not that nerdy. <laughs> he, he hasn't gone full virgin. Like, he's <laughs> nearly there. So, something though, like I want to ask you guys because especially you guys are in the industry, something that I read about and I've witnessed a lot is that from a consumer perspective in the Middle East, there's a very big demand for games. The gamers have been in abundance. So many you people mean like, like to play. purchasing, yeah, power? purchasing game yeah. and people just playing games or into yeah. games. But you just feel in the Middle East like it lacks behind when it comes to innovation, when it comes to like money invested from more of an industry perspective. Oh, definitely. And like I read something that the Middle East accounts for like 25% of the revenue that enters the gaming market. In, in as a whole, uh, yeah, no, um, it wouldn't be that much. Something uh, around that. Yeah, no, you have the Asian market, yeah. humongous. Europe is considered one market, of course. Uh, but why do you think like there isn't like people aren't investing? For instance, like creating esports academies. In the there, there's a lot of reasons. There's a infrastructure is one. Why don't we have the best? football club and uh, like for example our football clubs uh, cannot compete with 
Chelsea, Manchester United, Bayern Munich, they cannot. They, yes, they, they can. They can. You all have the to way. believe. Uh, what is it? Uh, Just, yeah, good try, good try. <laughs> so, so uh, we would like to be there, and it goes back to fundamental principle, mm. ecosystem. You know, mm. uh, w- at a young age, are you being uh, taught about this ecosystem? Are, are you being uh, are the people around you supporting you to go start? For example, this is it even accepted yet? Yeah, yeah it like, goes back yeah, to exactly. acceptance. Yeah. yeah, ecosystem is one. Statistics is is two. Uh, we don't have the proper statistics. So, just the Arab world in general, uh, finding info is not always the easiest mm-hmm. thing. You know, like if I wanted st- statistics on, for example, cancer related to smoking in France, I would probably have like one of the big five that already did a secondary uh, research paper yeah. on a subject like this. And, and they would all be verified and, you know, the government would be involved or government bodies. But when it comes to statistics in, in, the, in the gaming world, which is already niche in the Arab market, and to verify those statistics... You don't have them. So when you don't have the proper statistics, the big companies are not going to be as eager to enter the market without blindly, you know, because they have corporate rules. They need to know what's happening. But what's progressing, for example, you have Tencent, uh, Riot Games, uh, these big gaming companies now open in Dubai. Which is good for the for the ecosystem. Are they Middle Eastern companies? No, 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 no. international. Yeah. Tencent is Chinese, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, which owns Epic Game, which owns Fortnite. All you right, know, all uh, right. Riot Games owns uh, uh, League of Legends. Uh, Lol. Lol. Yeah. So yeah, one of the biggest yeah, games. Uh, it's definitely emerging. It's definitely getting bigger, more present. Oh, definitely, De- and 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 that that's why I'm saying there's and and where are they all based in Dubai or uh, the Emirates? Yeah. And, and was no. that was that maybe a challenge for you guys early on because the industry wasn't that big in order to sign deals with major corporations? Allah, riding the wave, yeah. riding the wave. Like, cool. And the, in the early stages of like after like yeah, when you guys first formed, was it tough for you? Guys? You mean as uh, just in acquiring IPs? Yeah, back like when you guys first formed because the industry. Well, wasn't well let me tell yet. you the difference, and this is this was our uh, this was our special as a company and this was the reason why we were giving given this chance or opportunity first of all we're very progressive uh, ambitious as a company and uh, we're very courageous you know we keep pushing forward we dare to take the deals that no one thinks that they can handle so when transformers came along how did how were they convinced as a company to give us the ip so for example you have activision it did a, a PS, uh, PS game, PlayStation game uh, with Transformers. It took the IP, it released it on PlayStation. It was pretty successful, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't The Witcher, it wasn't God of War. They had such a major IP. They tried so many things, but I think the gamer, the, the consumer gets to a point where give me something new. So no one, you know, we all know Transformers, we've all watched the movie or, or, or had a toy when we were young. I'm sure when you were young or when I was young, we had a fantasy of us being in the as the transformers and feeling that transformation of being in a car and then being in a robot yes yes through our simulator we were the only company that was able to give you that immersive experience you want to be in a car and then you want to transform and you want to feel that robotic feeling it's an, an actual simulator you know so when we explained it that way and we showed them that we had vision uh, we 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 were courageously evolving the franchise and we had that passion for because all the they really care about the ip so if you tell them today oh yeah we're gonna cruise we're gonna shoot a little bit it's space invaders it's whatever it, okay and you know, it makes maybe a little bit of business sense now that you're following you know a, a, a certain methodology you know like repeatability and whatnot but 
Where's the evolution? Because we're, we're a Middle Eastern company. We're a Lebanese-based company. Why are they going to give us a yeah. chance? You have to wow them. And when we walked in and we showed them that we are going to give you never before chance or it never been done before opportunity to be inside Bumblebee or Optimus Prime and then transform and then just the three and we have a 360 simulation. So you feel all the the flips and turns and transformation. And then when you're actually the character, you start destroying Decepticons. They were just blown yeah, away. And they're like, you know what? Mind. Go for it. And we, we were even shocked. We're like, wait, are, do we have the IP? <laughs> like, is it that easy in, in a sense? Like, th is that all it took? You know, just to... In a way, know? to answer your question another way, we are very aware of where the market is. And uh, we're trying to take advantage of the, that fact. We're trying to get, take advantage of that fact by us... Uh, um, imposing uh, things on the market just like uh, the Transformers IP that we got where they were not even like they're going into um, fashion, they're going into so many different uh, IP um, uh, if you want outlets yeah. but never they thought they can go into the VR market this is why they also, a big part why we won the, the Hasbro Game Changers Award, they were so uh, uh, basically impressed with so what we won we an to award offer. before actually releasing the product exactly Shows they didn't care about the product they just <laughs> looked at the, the the potential of it yeah. and they liked we're it yeah. same <laughs> thing with the esports uh, uh, academy that we're doing in abu dhabi uh, the esports academy there is no uh, academy today in the in the market and we see the the huge potential uh, let me tell you something come about to think of it we're actually we are making the market yeah. you know you guys are taking advantage yeah, of yeah. an unsaturated market Unsaturated, those are two yeah. things that and have we're never trying been to pioneer uh, uh, and and like pave the way right uh, what's really really interesting about esports guys if you compare it to other sports so in in football for example you have uh, the uh, you have the team owners right yeah. You have the leagues, yeah. right? You have the... Uh, uh, Financial power? The, no, the, the, the manufacturers, okay, okay, Nike, okay. Puma, yeah, all yeah. these. You have TV the broadcasters, broadcasters, ESPN, yeah, yeah. Uh, BN Sports. You have... The, they're all uh, different entities, yeah. right? Um, you even have the teams. You have the players. You have the, uh, the, the referees. And what, all these entities have to coexist. There's many they variables. They coexist. And that's what an ecosystem is. And that's what we were referring to. And why aren't we as advanced in football as, as the rest of the world? But in esports, if you have one game, you are all these uh, pillars. Combined. You are all these pillars combined. So can you imagine the potential of this? Because when we're doing our game, we're streaming our game. Not uh, like uh, you don't have. You don't depend on other is, yeah. The referees. So you you do depend are. on. You do depend on other bodies. Like for example, if you want to Twitch and you want to reach an audience, you would. Go, but it's, sorry, you, if you want to stream and you want to reach an audience, you would go with Twitch. Yeah. Like you can make your but own. But it's, it's not streaming. as complex as football, as you were saying. Yeah, because you have more influence. Exactly. In your less maybe moving parts. Yeah. 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 more yeah. power. So he, so he. Power. If you think about it, the sponsors are there. You know. Same as football, uh, the the broadcasting is there. Same as football, but it's just the regulations of it is much different than your NBA or your FIFA. Today, I don't need a a broadcasting license or an exclusivity deal with for the region with BN Sports to to host the game. But you will. Do you think it might head to that? Well, by default, like Transformers, for example. So if we sh we're streaming on Twitch, we're already licensees. But uh, don't think of it that way. Think of the tr streaming now, Fortnite, for example, or, or Call of Duty. Where do they watch? 
They watch it on Twitch, on not Twitch. on ESPN yeah. or, no. or YouTube. Digital, digital. Or, yeah, yeah, that's YouTube. YouTube. When you're a gamer, you're more likely to, to go into the digital uh, platforms, which is Twitch. Rather where, than the corporate. Rather than, so we eventually know we don't need to get into these incubants who are in broadcasting because there's a whole new, uh, like, uh, the publisher has a, yeah. exactly. basically the publisher has a lot more, uh, a lot more leverage than any other sport. You know, the publisher somehow creates his own rules because everything revolves around the publisher. He makes the rules. Whereas the NBA, if, if you're, you're the LA Clippers or uh, the, the, the New York Knicks or, or Brooklyn Nets, mm. whatever, you have to go by the rules of yeah, the NBA, of, of the league. right? And yeah, yeah and, and you can get fined if X, Y, yeah. Z does yeah. that. If you break certain things. In, in gaming, it's a lot more free. free. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying they don't exist, but it's a lot it, more it's free. A, it's, it's, a it's new, it's untapped, but I'm sure they will find a way to regulate. You think it. so? To a certain in a regulating, yeah. Regulating in what sense? In, uh, oh, I was saying money. I was trying to. I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't like no, no, no. no he didn't think you got the cash. No, no, he thought about something. He else. thought about something. What do you mean by regulating? What we mean by regulating is, for example, in the NBA, uh, the uh, I don't know the three-point line is I don't know how many uh, meters how many away. Meters, yeah. If you touch somebody, it's yeah, a foul. If you exactly. do this, yeah. yeah, like in that sense, I guess it kind of depends on the rules of the game because when you play a game, you have exactly. to abide by and, the rules of the game. Where are the who holds that power? The public creators of exactly. the, game. the NBA, the National yeah, yeah. Basketball Association. There will always uh, be uh, the regulatory bodies when it comes mm. to people, yeah. but when it's uh, on a digi uh, everything digital, mm. uh, basically the publisher holds all that uh, power. He can more set the rules, you know, than, than anyone else. Yeah. People now listening or watching this would think like, wow, these guys are so technical and there's, and they are very ambitious, extremely ambitious, probably two of the most ambitious people I know. We've spoken about the idea of, of status and titles and, you know, we've congratulated you before as well because you guys made Forbes 30 under 30. Thank you. Yeah. To fee, you said something that was actually in a way very profound is when you guys made it it was always a dream of yours right to make Forbes 30 under 30. I think any entrepreneur of course you know, yeah. that's of like course. the title you have in yeah, your head it is, the Nobel Prize the or, yeah. thing and everything. <laughs> but you said like you got caught up on social media checking because you posted so yeah I'm, I'm not really active on social media uh, um, so when when we got this uh, Forbes 30 under 30 I decided to post it uh, on uh, online and so I caught myself uh, looking at how many likes I had, what uh, what the whole, uh, how many comments, who liked, who did not like, who looked at it, who congratulated me, who did not, and I felt it's so. It, I did not like this relationship with with my phone on social media. I felt like it was artificial. I did not really, and 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 uh, basically, the, my 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 post on uh, online was was uh, I'm a, I have a like a private account and it's actually all my, only my friends and still I did not feel like this is something that uh, that is that is just healthy for the soul in a way and even the title of, of Forbes we I think we both looked at it as much more of a challenge and like looking forward how we're gonna uh, do things it's a very nice obviously recognition that they uh, th that they that they uh, chose us uh, for the year uh, but still it is like all right so we made it on forbes now we have to act like it you yeah. know and uh, yeah so that was it was a very interesting experience to get there did, did, uh, um, did people start to see you guys as 
dollar signs because no really there might be some people who don't understand it and you might get a lot of missed calls and suppliers texts and became a lot more expensive for some okay. reason <laughs> okay but what about like in, in social circles yeah. was it like Definitely. okay i didn't know what they were doing before and i still don't really know but now that they've made forbes 30 on the 30 i want them as friends yeah because yeah. that happens quite a lot i think it, it not just in lebanon it'll happen Nobody, anywhere, of course yeah, yeah anywhere yeah. in the world uh we never chased the title you know the title of course, we, we had submitted to be part of the 30 under 30, which was, you know, the, 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 the submittal process. But it wasn't for us. It was it was like, if we don't make the Forbes, blah, 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 blah. Even any title, we, even when we won the Game Changers Award with, with Hasbro, and even when we opened the largest VR theme park, or we're partners with the largest VR theme park in the world uh, a couple years ago, which was our very first accomplishment, it was never, we're doing this, because of that yeah. you know it was just like is our drive is our ambition leading us this way then this is how it's going to be and for us the only difference was we saw how shallow a lot of people would be you're not going to verify my uh my success or my contribution to society unless i won won the forbes what if i didn't win the forbes 30 what if i never won any but i was i was doing this i was the same hustle you know the same added, positive attitude and even the outcome of your company was the same but didn't have that title of forbes exactly and this is where the human nature comes into place like if you didn't win a champions league final are you the or best you still team? Not a great, yeah. yeah and it's it, it's it's society's way of just labels, verifying yeah, our labels. success but it, but internally it, it doesn't really mean anything it's just Oh, che- it's a checklist. Okay, done. It shows What's that next? anything it lit a fire under our asses yeah. that we have to work even harder. Which is the healthy, I think, the, the healthy way of dealing with it. Anything. It shows that you guys are on the right path. It no, because you don't. You're you're not letting people get into your heads and 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 because it's very easy, by the way, to be influenced here in societies. I'm not only talking about Lebanon, just from a global scale. What people are saying to you and what people are saying behind your back that you hear. It influences the way you speak and the way you act and the way you think and the way you approach your life. Especially in this age where social media is so relevant. Yeah. And you were talking about right now when you posted the picture on social media and then you always feel like... That's oh, I, feel, like, yeah. I felt sorry for the people that live there. Yeah. The influencers. Yeah. I felt like it was, it was so unnatural. Uh, uh, th- I don't know. I just did not. But uh, then again, like, that. W- w- like yeah. if we did not post it online, no one would have knew. No one would. Like no one went on Forbes 30. Oh, Forbes 30. I know these yeah. people. It was because we posted it, and our circle knew, and therefore word of mouth spread, and it became you know a topic of discussion in, in yeah. Lebanon between our, our, our friends. You, you guys have watched the social dilemma, right? Yeah, yes. of course. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of Look at how happy he is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, I've seen <laughs> that shit. It scared the living shit out of me i didn't even realize i started to check uh, how much like phone consumption and screen time i have like eight hours a day and that's on phone and then laptop and think about how much that increased ever since you started the podcast because me and you were that of people me and ryan were never the ones who use social media very similar to you we were dinosaurs you know what um, i mean like we were we were learning but 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 ironically it makes you guys genuine and and it's the reason we came here similar to to what happened with you guys exactly way less successful even even you guys are still in the very beginning even now like we're still learning stuff on instagram like oh wait you can do this you can't oh, do this oh, dude, we don't even know you can do, promote you yourself we don't even know how to do polls i swear people give us shit for the polls we do dude, you like, could change how do you change the font how do you do the color like basic 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 uh, stuff because we, 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 we we're not really, those yeah we're not those guys because i i felt as you said like once you use it a lot especially if your business is not based off it you become hooked to something that's superficial 
like it, what and what it, meaning yeah like, what if, worth if you post a picture and it gets two thousand likes or a hundred likes or ten likes what what does that affect on your everyday life if it's your perception of the likes and yeah. this is where the the it social dilemma really comes, comes into play in, yeah. the metric you the know metric. it's am i am i not successful if i don't have a hundred thousand likes or am i successful and it goes back to this forbes for example Instagram is just be- becoming another tool uh, or another platform for, for success. So if you're Instagram popular, it's just like if you go back to 30, 40 years ago, you're the, uh, what do you call it, prom king, prom queen? Yeah, prom, prom king. It's, prom the king. Sa- it's the same concept. My, it, bullying happened way back when, and now it's happening online. Yeah, it's just a lot more magnified, of yeah. course. It's a lot more uh, dangerous to the mind, but but it, it, but it always existed. Yeah, you can't run away You from need it. to pick and choose, you know. You need to say, am I... For example, like Instagram is is a good tool for you guys because you guys are a, a podcast. So you need Insta, you need to be familiar with Instagram just because it's a lot easier and cheaper to get to your audience. You and know, having Instagram now for promoting a, something like our podcast is way more beneficial than if you want to do our podcast like ten years ago or fifteen years ago because it helps spread the word and the information at a way, way quicker rate to a much bigger crowd. 100%. But then that makes us even more attached to it. Like yeah. that makes us even more dependent on, on, a, bi- on, a, on a business scale. It's not on a, a bad thing yeah. when yeah. it comes to uh, the business side, like you were saying. It's not a bad, look, like at the end of the day, technology is something uh, good. It's just the humans t- turn it into uh, something that isn't. Classic human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking shit Classic like, human move. With, with you guys, though. <laughs> such a dick move, humanity. <laughs> such a dick move. Like with you guys, though, because you guys are venturing into the virtual world. Mm. And I'm even like, I sometimes even think about, especially now with Corona, something like a good example would be like, instead of them doing Zoom calls, you could have like virtual conference meetings. So like, you don't even have to go to work anymore because you could do them. You put a headset on okay. and you can have a virtual office. In VR, you mean? In VR, I'm giving an example. But in general, the world is going to start heading towards that that trajectory, which means it's going to intensify the... Intensify social the interaction. Less, like it lessens social mm. interaction between human beings. And is that something that you guys like even though you're working in this field are you guys knowledgeable uh, i, I want to give you a nice answer so uh a couple of months ago it was one of our um, uh, our team members birthdays right so a couple of days passed and i was like uh, how was your birthday he was like amazing i went clubbing i'm like what do you what do you mean clubbing it's corona everything's closed he's like no no in vr i said what do you mean he said yeah me and the guys that our team members went clubbing in vr we played bowling we had a blast I said, what are you talking about, bro? How, how do you how do you do bowling in VR? You know, and he he told me the process, and he he was so happy telling it to me that I realized that that was if if you tell it to me, I'll be like, no way, man! I just invite my friends over to my house, you know, and uh, we just have a small party or a small gathering. But I would be technically breaking the rules of social distancing and whatnot, and not abiding by. The, the 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 regulations that the government put and that's my own way of thinking but there's a lot of people that want to live in yeah uh, they need to be in a way uh secure or stable and they would like alternatives so this was a very good alternative for him to have his birthday and the guy was so happy that i he used the tool for a good way because he couldn't see his friends, you know, he said, let's go to, uh, and have a party in VR. And it was very authentic. They had a good time. They had a cake and they played bowling and, and all of this was done in but VR. But it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. It, it, it is, it's honestly, very from, scary. From, from, a, from a human connection point of view, and you guys would be, you know, perfectly positioned to answer this because you guys have a VR company. Like, 
relationships are going to diminish yeah. because we were talking about this the other day sex dolls I mean, if you're a 16 year old kid and there's a super advanced AI sex doll, and you're insecure as fuck, and you're not even insecure, we're all insecure. No, but like 15, when you're 16, 16, there's some you 16 are insecure. Year olds, there's certain 16 we year olds were. that are we all were, we all that were. have less confidence. Of course, but we all were. I mean, and, and you're trying to get out and get laid and go to a club and everything. That's not going to happen anymore because I can just buy a sex yeah, doll. Is, mm. Those are the negative uh, aspects of this, but you cannot uh, run away from uh, where this is whole, uh, where all this is headed. Yeah. Today, uh, humanity is on this earth to do two things, reproduce and innovate. We are either here to make, to reproduce, or we're here to leave the world a better place. And that's why you have roads, that's why we have cars, that's why we have buildings, that's why we have technology today. And uh, in this capitalistic, uh, competitive market we are in, uh, um, a materialistic market we are in, where you always want the newest phone, the newest piece of tech, there's only one uh, trajectory this is going. We are going to basically, there's going to be eventually, it's already happened, this is the first generation of it, there's going to be a marriage between biology and technology. Uh, we are going eventually to become one. Today, it is not as evident because uh, the bandwidth and the data, uh, uh, the, the, the data rate you're receiving from your phone is still so low that you, that you don't notice it. But once this ke uh, keeps going uh, and this becomes here, with even with Elon Musk's Neuralink, uh, Neuralink. Neuralink yeah. this is the this is the third generation of us becoming basically uh, cyborgs. Today it's the phone. Um, the next disruptor is going to be AR, where uh, it's everything is going to be wearable, and you're going to have basically you're just increasing the data rate of information. Uh, for example, now we are talking at uh, uh, humans usually communicate at 100 bits per second. Computers communicate at 100, 000, uh, at 100 terabytes per second. How much more efficient is that? And today you have, like biologically, you have your cortex, right, in your brain. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have your limbic system. The cortex is basically always serving the limbic system, uh, which is your emotions, your memory, the cortex being your awareness, your consciousness. Today what we have done with this, we have added a third layer where, for example, you have a master's in quantitative finance. finance. Yeah. Okay, so let's, me and you do this uh, quantitative uh, financial final exam. The difference between me and you, I have a laptop. Mm -hmm. Who you think will outscore who? You. I will outscore you. have you. all the answers already. I have, every, I have the yeah. internet at yeah. my fingertips. Yeah. Um, and this is where, uh, once it becomes, once we marry this, and by, that's a good thing, because basically if you can't beat them, join them. Because AI is a genie that still hasn't gone to, gotten out the bottle, and it's going to basically, I don't know how sentient it would become, but we as humans, and this is very hard for us today to imagine this, we as humans are going to have this marriage. We already do. We're the first generation who already have smart and became smarter because of our phones. Hence, <laughs> uh, our name, the robot community, Robocom. Hence, why uh, this is why basically uh, Robocom uh, is doing is what it's doing today in terms of our vision. 
uh, we've already told you this. We want to basically eventually be the ready player one of the world. We want to create this. And that's the, we are already making visible steps towards it. That's why we have our esports facility because eventually we want uh, esports to go into VR. So we right now we're doing this whole academy by serving what people want now, which is still on 2D screens. But eventually we know the, the whole competitive side is going into uh, virtual mm -hmm. uh, where we are today. And that's why we're doing uh, the, uh, the whole uh, academy in, in, uh, in Abu Dhabi. And basically, it, it goes full circle. This is how uh, uh, deep we look. We looked into what what we're trying to do, and uh, yeah, it's a it's, robot it's community. Anna, the only Anna, I don't want to sound like an anti-tech dinosaur, but tech makes your life a thousand times better, and it is going to continue to advance our lives. I'm just a bit worried, and I don't know if regulation can play a role from from the societal point of view. You know, we are. Okay, because we always talk about adaptation. We are the first humans who are going to start to adapt with tech. And in 100 years' time, it's, we're going to be better suited. Our eyes are going to be better suited to dealing with screens and, and all the above. I'm saying, because I know you both, you're old souls. You like to go out, you like to party, you have to have a social life. How do you regulate that? Can you regulate that? Is there a way to have the best of both worlds? It goes back to choice, simply. And that's why... I was giving you this story. <laughs> That's why I was essentially giving you the story of, of the, the party in VR. Mm. You know, you, you, you make your choice. We made our choice not to be proactive in social media or any other forms of technology because we are aware that we're not utilizing it in ways that are good for us. Uh, for example, Tinder. I'm sure everyone here has used Tinder, No, correct? what's that? Come on, what's a Tinder? <laughs> I've been dating for uh, four years now. So no, I, Every time I it. see a girl at the bar, I go talk to her and I'm very confident, you know, because we, we all as males growing up, you know, we have this you know, when you're 14, 15, 16, you're going to have this uh, this problem, you know, like the first time you need to speak to a girl. How you approach her, right? For example, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm gonna give you two scenarios that how VR can be good and how VR can be bad. If you were in the 70s and and you you wanted the equivalent of porn or or you porn or whatever any digital form of porn, you would go under your father's mattress or whatever and you would find a Playboy or a Hustlers cover, right? Ah, the old days, yeah. <laughs> the, the good old days. The, the simple form of it's a physical magazine. Now it's much more accessible to us. So, so, for example, let's say you're 14 years old and you have problem speaking to women and you want to really break that and you just want to make it more, you know, easy flowing for you to go talk to a woman at a club or at a restaurant or a cafe. You might use this VR headset to, to have like a simulation of how it would be to talk to a woman. Very simple, right? Yeah. And then use that simulation like you trained yourself oh, okay. to go talk to, and then you, you, you actually go to a real place and pick up a woman, right? Or there can be another way, which you can use the VR for pornography and have a blow-up doll, as you're saying, so, and not even and forget forget the thing of even going out so and we, meeting we, a woman. Do we, do we just need to teach ourselves? What's then? what's the worst thing you can do to a person in prison today? Rape or kill them? <laughs> no, it's put them in solitary confinement in a prison full of then murderers. Rape, I mean, <laughs> then rape, <laughs> then rape, Yeah, but like what I'm trying to say is, uh, human interaction is so human. That I don't think it will diminish. Now it has diminished, uh, like because you choose it. 
to be diminished. But no, uh, for us, we don't have this whole uh, social media side. We, we, for me, I have uh, human interactions every You've day. You've made the choice, yeah. I've made the choice. Mm. Just like we will always, always have that choice. But then again, we are mid middle generations. So are you guys. We're very similar ages. And we saw the world without technology. No. And we saw the world yeah. with technology. Now I know what you guys are saying. And I know where the fear comes into place. It's forget us. Think about the baby that's uh, being born not, today. Not even the baby. Yeah, like I, 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 do it I love yeah. my, my younger brother and his friends are like five, six years younger than me. Like I already see it with them. When they play PlayStation 4 now, you could squad up with the parties and you put up the headset. It's There's no need for them to go to each other's houses. Like when they were 15 until they were 18, they didn't go out anymore because they could spend the whole night playing and talking to each other simultaneously, back and forth, back and forth. So my problem, or not my problem, my fear when it comes to these things and not just VR, but technology in general playing bigger roles in our lives is that human beings by nature were lazy people. We always want things that makes our that make our life simpler. And I'm afraid that VR technology in general might make many aspects of our lives way simpler. He gave the example about the sex dolls. And there's so many different examples you can get into, which I won't get into now. But human beings might just be like, okay, fuck, I just don't feel like doing this, and this is way easier. Right, but if you choose to, uh, get, uh, yani, to fall in love with a robot in a virtual world, that's but, on you. But you know what I but, mean? But that's, like, that's, uh, that's easy for us to say because we weren't raised like that. But for a 10-year-old, yeah. Or a five-year-old that I'm still have the external factors yeah. influencing yeah. Like without them were, realizing. Did you guys them, yeah. watch her? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Like, my, my what do you fear, think of the movie? I haven't seen her. Oh, you haven't no, seen no, her? No, what I do you think, think of the movie? I think it is very plausible that okay. it will happen. Okay. I, I, I'm genuinely believe. Do you, for example, for if I were to give you my critique in the movie, do you know why it's so realistic? For one simple reason, they used Scarlett Johansson's voice, <laughs> and we were already pre-programmed. Like, cause we we, we grew up watching Scarlett. You know, it's, yeah. it was maybe the crush for our generation, and we we had a lot of movies where you know she was the main star. So, the fact that they lent her voice to this robotic experience made it such a human interact uh, interaction. And this is where the social dilemma comes into play. There is programs designed to make to manipulate you into thinking this is the this is better than a human interactivity. Now this is where awareness comes into place. For example, when you were young, remember when um, smoking cigarettes or alcohol or driving cars, and then our parents would tell us, and you know you can't do this or you can't do this, and and they would they would share their knowledge with us. So Tofit was was saying as humans. We innovate and we reproduce. reproduce. Uh, if I may add to it, not just innovate, reproduce, but also send our message. You know, we're here on this world to send a message, to give, to give our message to the world. What do we leave behind? You know, for example, I'm sure you know a couple of things your grandfather used to say when you were young, and and his grandfather used to tell him these Legacy. things and stuff. And even books, like when you want to learn about philosophy or or you go to Darwinism or or Socrates or any. It, we always have a reference. So all we need to do, I think, to regulate this use of technology is have a reference. Tell them that this is wrong. This will lead to this. If we didn't watch the social dilemma, none of us would have been convinced that you guys are manipulating us to, to do this and that. And, that. I'll, and I'll it's the same you, thing. I'll give you a good example about like the detriment of technology. And all of us have experienced this because we're part of that. So when I talk about how it makes our life simpler, Time, punctu time punctuality right yeah. now for our generation let's say doesn't exist exactly <laughs> like we say okay let's do friday friday afternoon we're meeting up over here and then we're going to go out to a bar to a group of 20 people and we say we're going to meet up at three 
How many people actually show up at three? And what in Lebanon? In general, even, <laughs> in Lebanon, even around the world, like nobody would like. And if that's fine, you know why? Because oh, where are you? How long do you need? And stuff. I remember when I was younger, I asked my dad, Dad, how the fuck did you guys used to be able to create a plan and like organize a plan of twenty people? He's like, people were punctual. They we were. would say we're gonna meet up at my house at ten. And then we're gonna go to the cinema, or then we're gonna go to the restaurant. It was one phone call. And one phone, and then yeah. people had to show up. And if nobody showed up within five minutes, fuck them. We just go. Exactly. And that's we've all experienced that. Mm-hmm. And that's like just one small thing that's been detrimental to us. But I like what you said about raising awareness, because there's always going to be certain vices in your life. Like people always say, uh, raise awareness for kids with alcohol and cigarettes and everything. I'll ignore cigarettes, but alcohol, for instance in small doses and if it's well maintained and well balanced alcohol is fine a glass of red wine here is there a glass of so you're saying do that apply that with technology also use your phone of course use the internet these are amazing things that are creating jobs and businesses but just yeah 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 no really thank you Snoop Dogg (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah so it's just it's it's having that dialogue with future generations and telling them look this is the amazing side but don't overdo it but what I wanted to ask you guys is you mentioned Ready Player One and as much as I'm scared I'm also fucking excited like can we get to a world where and you see where you have those two directions You, you can fear it but I've every one of us has we fantasized about, about being a soldier and we spoke about the negatives and the positives don't see get the, us wrong you, you yeah. saw that war scene at the end everyone going up that's fucking cr- I'd love to do that do you guys think we could actually get to oh, that level of sophistication bro maybe in 10 years yeah, we'll get to no, answer you that uh, in a few years but you need yeah, someone yeah. by showing you yeah, yeah I'd love it yeah, yeah. no no definitely the, now you have um, uh, technological constraints uh, and and basically that's the main thing today. It's the technological constraints. It's the uh, the feel. Uh, another thing about um, the re- whole Ready Player One thing, you know, gamers are couch potato. Uh, so so basically they don't want to lift a finger, right? Uh, in in Ready Player One, the whole uh, concept is that you're actually running yeah. and you're you're you're, you're active. Sh- you're active. You're you're in a room, for example, and you're active. And it shows you our philosophy with technology because they made it that way. No one told them to put two buttons on it. They made people couch potatoes because the way you play the game was to sit on a couch in front of a TV and only use your fingers. And this is why I'm saying when you spread awareness, we were very against that methodology. We can put you in your chair and give you a VR yeah. headset and be like, relax. The stuff we got Raise you. your blood yeah. pressure and your diabetes. <laughs> we got you, bro. But no, it was like, use your body, man. Being Running is healthy, you know, but using your limbs is healthy, you know, not just two fingers. Use your whole hand. Question. Is your machine... Can can one buy it for personal use? <laughs> it's a you bit got expensive. enough money, yeah. <laughs> I'll even sell you two for a discounted price. Joe, we're not making any money on this podcast, so maybe don't. I'm not buying shit with these banks here. You'd have to be fucked. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take a check. Instead of real estate, you invest in one of these machines. Well, actually, if you t- if you take a check, yeah, I will buy one now. Yeah, I'll, I'll get on that. Yeah, that's that's another thing. But it's still super expensive to have them as a personal use, right? Uh, so when you're talking about commercial simulators, yes, yes, they are, uh, and um, uh, basically we're not expecting to have these machines to get the uh, these machines to your house. 
what we're expecting is uh, for the technology to be uh, proficient enough for it to be able to be in your house, like a haptic suit, for example, or uh, or, or just can you buying play basketball, the equipment. For example, like, can you play basketball in your house? No. But you, it's the same thing with with VR. You can wear a haptic suit. You can wear a haptic suit in your house. There's no. You can get a mechanical treadmill. There's no restriction to that. Even you might have a couple extra bucks, and it might even get to a price point where it's very feasible and accessible. But if you want to play basketball, you, have to you go. go to a basketball court. That's and that, where, that's where the commercial simulation comes in. On location-based. Like, mm. Yeah, okay, me, me. Yes, technically, I'm still going to play basketball. Yeah, You're 100%. still going to play basketball. But, we, but see why our philosophy You're, you're marrying is, the two. You're and, marrying and the human side with the tech 100%. side. That's what you were saying, which is, the, I like that. I like the that The first thing people told us when we, when we went to VR, they're like, you're so stupid. You're going into location-based entertainment. Like, you actually want a person to get off his couch and come to you to play a digital game that I can play and online. At the time where malls are decreasing, the 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 average mm -hmm. um, people aren't going to malls anymore. Now, even before Corona, Corona it's just like four years ago. And Tofi was just saying it. Gamers are couch potatoes. Yeah, you know, yeah. they they like to sit on the couch. How can you guys stimulate somebody to get up and actually exactly. go and try and, it? And, it? and it goes back to our our uh, topic of discussion in the beginning, our philosophy. If we were gamers, we would never have been courageous enough to make a location-based entertainment platform. No, never. I'm a gamer. I'm gonna leave my house, wear my stuff, drink a Gatorade or a Red Bull yeah. to to get into the zone to play. And that was the fundamental uh, principle behind it. Habibi, we're here to use it for good. Can you shoot a person in real life and get away with it? No, you can do it in VR. In, in Lebanon. <laughs> Sorry, in Lebanon, I can't do that. But okay, no. In, real, in other countries. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't a very yeah, good, yeah, good example. Yeah, yeah. Depends where, though. Depends yeah. where. Depends where. <laughs> what you're doing is, is, is super fucking cool. And it's it's kind of revolutionary. And the fact that you have Lebanon on your box and your headquarters is here and you're always carrying, you know, Lebanese flag wherever you go is amazing. So... Thank you so much for what you guys yeah. are doing. It's Thank our you. pleasure, man. And, uh, Thank we, you, we love talking to you guys. And you too, Yane. Uh, what you guys are doing is also, in your own way, super innovative in this region. Definitely. And we're really excited for you guys also. Thanks. And Thank you. just Thanks, one last thing about Lebanon. Um, so, so obviously, uh, we're here and we're here to stay. And uh, the thing is, wh what we're doing here is that we, we, we want to try to inspire uh, uh, people to, uh, to stay here because Nana, at the end of the day, this is our home. And yes, we are all leaving, we're all incentivized to do so, but uh, what is left of, uh, of, of, of Lebanon is really important for us, for our kids. Yeah, and, and For shaping up the future. Definitely. And we have so much talent here. People talk and let's invest in agriculture. Let's go into that. How about investing in people since we're super cheap now? Uh, how about uh, uh, having Which our you, back you just offices? You got to play your cards. We're not, we're, we don't identify ourselves as cheap or we didn't take the reason to invest in Lebanon because it's cheaper. We were investing in Lebanon way before the, yeah, the, the crisis the happened. Yeah. But yeah identify the cards you have in your hand and, and play with the cards you have. Right now, it's cheaper for you to use your people as resources than to think about manufacturing corn and uh, and, uh, and I don't know And it's more beneficial for, yeah. for the society around you. you even know even I mean? us, win -win. So even us, like when we did this podcast, one of the main things you want to do is help inspire people, especially in Lebanon, inspire people to 
go do not necessarily unconventional but follow their passion 100%. and i think you guys having you guys on is a very great example about that because you guys didn't have a tech background 100%. but you guys had drive you guys had the goal and you guys were hard workers and you just worked like motherfuckers and now you guys are seeing the results the of that of course um, and and just it's not again it's not result based based it's not success based it's not financially based it really was since the very beginning a uh, human of the uh, uh, journey of the human soul and really to give back to our community and just to stand to our word i say this on camera now if there's any talented in individual that would like to be 100%. Uh, talented or not talented we, we might have it opening. <laughs> i don't want to be i don't want to be biased to anyone if there's anyone that has a passion for gaming that wants to learn even or wants to be in this field we are growing at a very good rate we are employing and we would like to give back to the community and anyone's you know free to send their cv and uh, we'll take we'll take you on man we we have we're very passionate about the community where do i email my cv <laughs> <laughs> i'm done with these months i'm, I'm joining here. Okay. okay let's do the vr version yeah, of, the, exactly. <laughs> of, the, exactly. of the podcast uh, boys thank you so thank much you. thanks for listening please follow and subscribe on spotify and rami apple podcasts and youtube also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Foda2020 to stay updated. We'd love your feedback, so please DM us on Instagram and leave your comments below.